Welcome to another episode of The Go Show. Uh, on today's episode, we have the lovely and talented and just honestly one of the most interesting and beautiful minds that I've ever met, um, Kai Kitson. Oh, hey. Thanks for having me, bro. How are you doing, man? <laughs> well, I mean, we were talking before this, so it's weird, but... Uh, well, I kind of showed up a little late. Anyway, sorry. You're fine. The Uber, you know, you're just waiting on the Uber. Well, how am I doing? It's a little crazy in my head, but I'm doing great. I'm moving out of my mom's house. I'm so stoked, man. How are you? I'm great, dude. What's it like to... I just recently moved out of my mom's house. And it, if, How does that feeling for you? For me... It was fucking crazy. Like, I was, like, so excited to get it out of the way and done. I'm truly horrified, man. I'm going to party every day. It goes so hard. I'm going to be getting down with get down, doing my thing in my own little place. I'm going to be... I was telling everyone in my work, everyone's girl is on notice. Your girl is not your girl anymore. She's <laughs> my girl. <laughs> so, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Where are you going to... Uh, well, you don't have to say where. Um, I mean, I'll tell you later. Have you, have you found a place? Oh, yeah. I'm moving in on Monday. Fuck yeah, dude. That's yeah. exciting. So, two days. Sunday, Monday. Hell yeah. Do you need help with the move? I mean, maybe I. <laughs> if you don't have the... Day. I just need to move a couch upstairs. I could probably help you. Okay. Uh, do you need a? You you have a car that can take that, right? You, well, you I'm I'm renting the U-Haul, so I'm gonna. Okay. I'm only really moving one room. I barely have anything, dude. And like my my studio is not that big, but I'm trying to go swing by Savers. I saw they have couches for around forty bucks. I mean, hopefully they have one when I'm there. Like, they probably will. And go pick up this. Little couch, throw it in the U-Haul, get it done. Okay, I only have the U-Haul for four hours. I think I can do it, though. You got it. I'll, yeah. I'll help you. Thank you. Um, so, for people who don't know who you are, you you have... Uh, I have three of your albums on iTunes. Do you have more than that? Well, I'm working on one. It's called Shut My Eyes, and then I'm going to have four you and I always say, man, if you were to ask me which one's my favorite, I'd say the next one. Because the next then one. I drop shut my eyes. Who knows what's going to happen? You know, drop another one? No, probably not. I might not write for, like, a while. But, yeah, so I have three and a half. Shut my eyes, drop them whenever, probably this year. And then I have a whole bunch of music, like, that I don't even have the rights to anymore. Like Did I you just sign with somebody? What the n- fuck? Why? Well, like I was using to. I was using this company called Root Note, oh, and, no. and they distributed it. And then like I just didn't know anything. We're selling albums. Uh, yeah, it was on Spotify and iTunes. I used to be a rapper named Lil Bluff. Hold up, real quick though. So oh, shit, there's a whole. I like I knew about. nothing about file management, so all of those files gone. I don't have any Lil Bluff for, for president, please. Cowboy Bluff, The Sound of One Hand Clapping, Sometimes the Sun Shines, none of that stuff. It's all gone. I don't have any of it in my archives. Root Note has it all. I told him, I said, release it when I die. 
and now I don't use them to distribute my shit anymore. I use DistroKid. It's 40 bucks a year. And so that's what I'm doing. Like, now I know, though, you got to upload your tunes, your files, to Google Drive. To Google Drive, yeah. yeah. You got to keep it on the cloud or something. You got to keep it, keep it somewhere where you can get it. Yeah, I think the cloud is the safest option because here's the thing about the cloud is, like, if it gets deleted, is like is like how many times am I gonna say like drinking game? Oh my gosh, whatever that'd be fun. People get hammered. I can tell you like 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 like. Okay, the cloud. When it gets deleted, where does it go? Right. What's a deleted file look like in the zeros and ones of the world? You ever think about that? There's no way it's actually deleted. Someone probably has it somewhere. Tucked away on a little island with all the access to everything and the computer and the whole universe of our minds. Well, especially if it's on the internet. Like, if there was access to the file before someone has a copy of it. There's, like, entire, like, warehouses dedicated to just taking copies of every part of the internet. Isn't that weird? Think about that. Like, what the fuck? There's just, like, people who buy server space to basically take screenshots of the internet all the time and not like directed at anything it's anything it's not just famous stuff it's just everything on the internet yeah it truly blows my mind i don't know how computers work but they do and it's sick somebody was like hey i got an idea and now we got computers and games on our phones and i mean that's beautiful isn't it you mean you, you record all of your music on your phone? Yeah, I wouldn't do it any other way. I don't know how to do it any other way, and every other way is too complicated for me. It's honestly, in a weird way, even though it's more high-tech, it's the same thing as, like, in the 70s when they had to go get, like, a like an 8-track, and then they had to go set up a microphone and, like, record into that. There's, like, this, like, a grass... But now the grassroots is, like, in your hands. You know what I'm saying? It's still sort of the same, like, it'd be hard to figure out how to go set up a studio space to figure out how to record music like they used to, right? And, and now, you, because you have it in your hands, there's this, like, unlimited potential for anybody to make music. Yeah, I think... It- if you have an Android, you're a silly little joke. Like, go, go get an iPhone. <laughs> hey, <fuck you> Android <laughs> user, like, seriously, go get yourself an iPhone. Kai I don't, Kitson is at war I don't with care. Android. I don't care if it costs a thousand dollars. You go. You live with your mommy. You go get a job. You <laughs> save your money and you save up for an iPhone. You go and you buy that iPhone yourself. Get yourself your own phone plan. You don't need your mom and dad to pay your phone plan. They can never take your phone away. Get yourself your own phone. Life advice. Yeah, and make sure it's an iPhone. So that way if you start a sick little band or like a YouTube channel or whatever, you can do all that on iPhone. Oh, for sure. You can. There's so many things you can do on an iPhone. Check it out, though. Why do we have to keep making new iPhones every single year? Why can't we make, like, a phone where all you got to do is plug in a new microchip and then, like, we recycle the old microchips into robot sculptures and we turn these robot sculptures into, like, skate parks 
and there's robot sculptures at the skate parks built out of old iPhone microchips, and everybody has the newest iPhone at all times. And we start worrying about recycling and the environment and all this stuff that we need to be worrying about. You know what I mean? We need to be... This is such a beautiful look into... Why are we just exactly. producing, 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 giving people these warehouse jobs to build these iPhones with their bare hands when we could be producing, producing microchips every year and we just put the new microchip into our phone and it just would cost so much less and maybe Apple would make less money. But, like, what if we just needed less money as a whole society to survive? You know what I'm saying? What can money buy? It's like, what can money not buy? And recycling is just the answer. <laughs> I agree with you, man. Oh, you know, thanks. See, your mind, you're. This is why I like you so much. Is the fact that you went from microchips and iPhones and recycling them to using them to build art in skate parks is is such a unique thank you think about the life cycle of anything that's produced in a warehouse everything in the world has a skew every single little thing in this room is a skew in a database somewhere right Mm -hmm. and you need a computer for that skew it's really scary and so everything's a number. <laughs> oh, and I just start thinking about all the numbers, and I just get overwhelmed. Like, we could track everything. What if the government hey, was man. in charge of inventory? Wait until you're an AI, and all of those numbers can be processed. You I actually do that. track all everything. Think about this. So have you ever heard of um, Neuralink? Nope. So Elon Musk... Has a company called Neuralink. Shout out Elon Musk. Shout out my boss. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so he has a company called Neuralink, and what they do is okay. They create- check it out. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Neuralink. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I got it. I'm. It was just so disrespectful of me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so Neuralink is basically a brain computer chip. So it's it's called a a brain computer interface. And what they what their plan is is to inject it into your skull and it lives in your head and it helps you bec- have a high bandwidth between the information that you would normally interact with like on your phone or the internet and your neurochemistry. So essentially what it's doing is it's bridging the gap between human cognition and artificial intelligence. And and the reason, so it's good in principle in its first steps because it's taking something and uh, the science behind it will help people who are disabled, who can't walk. They'll be able to walk again. They'll be able to talk. They'll be able to do incredible things, Right. But I think the true uh, genius of it, as, as discussed by Elon, is that if you think about what AI is going to do, and not 
here's the thing about AI. To take a tangent. And excuse me, I'm burping. Um, so AI is the people behind it can make a really shitty AI, but that AI can be smart enough to just destroy the world. So it's not like the super hyper-intelligent AI that everyone thinks is going to destroy the world would. The super hyper-intelligent one probably wouldn't care. But it's the shitty integration, that like that step in between the super-intelligent AI that will have that flaw, that will think, oh, the best way to protect people is to kill all people. <laughs> because like if you wanted everyone to be good to each other, the best way to solve that equation would to make sure there's no people and then there is no problem. So, and that's like a shitty iteration of AI, right? And that's what happens when you have dumb people who are just engineers who sit and don't talk to people all day and, and, and code something that's supposed to become more and more efficient at processing information and doing a task. They're not thinking of larger systems at play. And, um, so Elon's solution to this with Neuralink is to scale us with AI. So if we have an artificial intelligence inside our heads that we kind of have symbiotic control over, we will scale with the AI and rather than an AI take us all out. We'll already be paired with something that's at a low enough level that as it increases, we'll increase. We'll be, we'll come, we'll go along for the ride, essentially. And so that's, that's kind of like his solution. That's why he has a Neuralink. I don't remember why I was even bringing up this point. What do you think about that? What is your... Like, they're going to put something in our brains that makes us half robots? More than robots. I need me a robot, girl. <laughs> I'm going to rock a robot world. <laughs> oh, what is, so, what, what do you think the future looks like? Knowing that... Well, I'm running for president in 2036. Just wanted to plug that. Vote for me, Kai Kitten, 2036. LeBron James, if you're out there, dude... I hope you know there's life after basketball, and any true point guard would know that it's okay to be the vice president, and you will still be glorious for that. So, yeah, LeBron James, Kai Kitson, Kai Kitson, LeBron James. I mean, wow. If LeBron wants to run for president, he better pick me as his VP, and we could talk about that. But anyway, Kai Kitson, 2036, me, president. When it comes to the future, bro, I would say I'm going with Google uh, over going Facebook. Google is a t-shirt, for sure. I'm going with Google. Like, <laughs> check it out. Are you familiar with CRM? Client Relationship Management. Cl- client Relationship Management. Okay. Yeah, Customer Relationship Management. I prefer Client Relationship Management. Basically, it's the database that runs most businesses. You got your your companies, your contacts, and your deals. So we got Tesla, Araya, and deal whatever. Araya go th- throws the trash away at 3 o'clock. <laughs> that could be a deal in the 
freaking CRM where I go get paid five bucks through that trash out or whatever. Mm. Kind of an abstract example. So monetizing. Yeah, I mean, nothing's free. What if I could get, like, basically what you're saying, like, what if I could get paid for taking out my own trash? Is that what you're kind of alluring to? No, that'd be be dope. Uh, What I'm trying to say is, what if Google had a CRM? I think in the future, like, go with Google. They're only going to grow and grow and grow and grow. It's literally the biggest website in the world. You know, it's access to every freaking website. It's the website before all websites. Right. Like, literally, so, like, before you can get anywhere else, you go to Google. <laughs> like, right. Like, it's kind of a weird... Exactly. How do, you, how do you beat that? So, I'm going with Google in the future. Google is going to run everything. What if Google and the government were just the same thing? Like, if you wanted to start a business, all you had to do was go through Google, whether it's state-regulated or nationwide what's that called nationally state yeah national state and national or whatever federal federal bucket (sighs) what if everything was through google like a one-stop shop can we just fucking use google so that i don't have to spend three hours at city hall getting a business license going all these different websites to get this and this this and this i have a question for this so i I see where you're going with this so like you said one-stop shop what yeah so google integrates into a a government system what happens when so recently think it was actually tesla in nevada wanted to make and if i got this wrong it was not tesla do not fire me i'm sorry (laughs) don't listen to what i'm about to say um anyways a, a giant tech company wanted to essentially make their own city with their own laws and legislation that would be separate from the state and federal government. Um, what happens, let's say, like, Google does that. Let's. What happens, because you, you already see them censoring news sources and um, anything that doesn't go along with a particular agenda, they will censor or, or deplatform certain people. How do you feel about that? Because you're definitely like one of the of, people they would deplatform in by. terms of <laughs> SEO. No, 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 not not. They literally um, like uh, let's first example, uh, Trump, right? He's no longer on Twitter. He's no longer on Facebook. He's basically been blackballed by the entire internet, and he he's literally had to make his own websites and own apps to even be seen and so the question becomes are these public utilities and therefore like so for example if i made a phone call i use at&t if i made a phone call to you i should always be able to make that phone call but what if at&t had the right to say oh we don't like uh kai you can't call kai kai can't call anybody else on our network so legally, they're not allowed to do Dude, that. Dude, that's right now. like some freaking naughty shit. That, but that's what they're. That's what like the. That's what Facebook, Twitter, that's what all of these giant tech companies are doing. Even Google, 
is doing that to people. They are, they are how do you How do you know that they're doing that? Well, they've openly done it. Like, the whole Trump thing, he's literally banned from Twitter. He cannot go back on Twitter, Twitter for, like, I think two years. Or it's, it's either two or 20 years. So does he lose the access to all of his tweets, or does he get those yes. back? He doesn't get any of his tweets back? I don't think so, no. Ooh. I think it's completely wiped. Dude, that's, like, one of maybe the best things that could have ever happened to him. For Trump, but, like, that... But what happens when that happens to someone who... Let's say Twitter does something that's really bad for the environment. Not that it makes sense for Twitter to do that, but let's say um, Twitter gets into an offshoot company that has to do with, like, oil rigging and stuff, and they have a giant oil spill, and then someone says, hey, fuck you, Twitter, you're killing dolphins in this area, and you're trying to cover up this oil spill. And then they deplatform them. They delete their account. I think that that's fine if Twitter was a very small platform, but it's, it's literally, there's this idea in mathematics where things grow beyond what is conceivable for their group. So it's, it's like, um, it's kind of the theory of consciousness. There's like this, uh, uh, I can't think of the word, but when the neurons by themselves don't create consciousness, but the neurons together have this effect that consciousness is sort of created through the use of all of the neurons together. It's uh, beyond the individual, right? The individual parts. There's something um, beyond the individual parts is what I'm trying to say. Now... What happens when a company like Twitter just deplatforms people like that who are trying to speak up about injustices? Trump is a crazy example because although he is insane and it's probably for the best he was deplatformed, it doesn't mean that it was a good thing because now it can happen to anybody. It's not, it doesn't mean it would just happen to people like him. It'll happen to anyone who disagrees with the current narrative. And that's a dangerous thing, in my opinion. And so when, so if Google was this entity that became a, a, a government entity that was like a one-stop shop for everything, that sounds awesome and, unless they are making legislation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, dude... Everything in the world could be done through Google, though. I 100% agree with you. Voting, everything. Like, if Google and Amazon merge, you, that's literally the solve of the problems of so many. Okay, first of all, how do we destroy social... <laughs> like, Okay, Google already owns YouTube, right? So that's one layer. And then Amazon is, like, all the things that people buy. And then Google is, like the back end of that business, whether it's storing information in the cloud or, like, getting listed on a website or, like, your product. Anyway, all I'm trying to say, Google, Amazon, you guys should fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Google and Amazon just started going at it like lovers, dude, yeah. that would be pretty good for the world. Um, as far as people getting blackballed on the Internet, speaking about injustices, this is going to sound harsh, but end of the day why do you fucking care about this and that right and if you care so much 
and you get blackballed, then figure out how to do it without the internet, I guess. Like, people in the 70s, the hippies, man, they did whatever the fuck they needed to do to make shit happen. And so, what if one day they just shut the internet off? You know how many people wouldn't be rich anymore? A lot. Could your business run without the internet? Oh, fuck, I don't know. That's why less is more, guys. You really can't be attached to these things. And, like, if you are attached to your job and these things, sucks for you. What do you think are the the most important parts of a society? Most important parts of a society. Culture and community. Why? Well, I mean, if you think about when things were simple and people lived in little villages, well, everybody comes to the village and they build their little tents and their tiki huts and then everybody hunts and everybody eats together as a village because that's an easier way to survive. And so if things were... If that was the culture, is like, we are a community. Think about Reno. Mm -hmm. Everybody in the city is off at this time. We meet up and everybody gets fed. Frick. I guess there's a... That'd be awesome, right? Nearly impossible for everybody to be there. Because who works and who doesn't in order for everybody to get fed? How do you make it fair? Well, the third thing is... Capitalism, because capitalism is like checks and balances to culture and community. You can get those things if you've got money. So, yeah, capitalism, community, and culture, most important things to society. So, what do you think about universal basic income? Know nothing about it, so it's probably not the person to ask. (laughs) Huh. Get a job And people are like 40 hours a week is too much I'm like dude Work 70 hours a week If you have to Like If you're broke You don't deserve to have free time Go get your fucking bread up (laughs) Like seriously I don't want to hear it Cause I've been broke And I've been there And now I'm like Whatever I just go to work And Oh my god You have all these hopes and dreams Well Write them all down Go to work And then you can go and buy Every single one of your little hopes and dreams So I You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying And I think what you're saying Is a symptom of the way society is set up People just want, 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 Not, want Yeah, want. I agree with you I, I, I 100% agree with you But there's people in con- in conditions That it, it almost... South side of Chicago, right? What happens when you're born and your mom's 16, you're in and out of homelessness, in and out of crack houses, by the age of, it's like six, you're in a gang. Six years, six years old, you're in a gang, and you're fucking running around. By thirteen, they give you a gun, and then they make the thirteen. They make the little kids shoot people because who's going to put the little kid in jail? And they're also the most easily manipulated. 
And so when you grow up in a culture like that, by the way, the police in the area don't even go into the area. The, the people police are, are a pretty, gang. I agree with that. And and but that's what your 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 area is so fucked up and so given up on by society by the structures that are supposed to empower people to do what you're saying to in, to integrate themselves into the capitalist system but they can't even if they tried as hard as they could the only thing that they really even have a hope for is like making music or art to get out of it and that's what a lot of them do but that's if they even survive to the point I think more I think there's like some crazy statistic where more people die in south side of Chicago a day than died in the wars in Iraq a day like that's a crazy fucking statistic if you think about and like the fact that nothing's being done about it but here's where I agree with you is like I'm not so sure. I, I think capitalism is good if it's managed properly. It has to be done in a Dude, very careful I mean, way. And I think if, if pe- you think about, but capitalism is gang, and gang is capitalism. Like, regardless of why you're in a gang, your gang gets together for fucking couple different reasons, and. One of them survival, and part of survival is money. So however your gang gets money, whatever you use that money for, your gang is a business. And, and so what do you mean... <laughs> what do I mean, fucking... What do you mean nothing's being done about it? I mean, I I agree with that. <laughs> well, I fucking agree with that, bro. Like, how is nothing being done about gang violence? And why aren't we speaking up about it? Well, because they, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you speak up about it if you don't have a solution, and that's why this world is fucked up. Like, it's not fucked up. It the world is so fucked up because it's not fucked up. If if you have a solution, you will prosper. So if if you're tired of something being shitty, go come up with a solution, and you'll fucking prosper. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I challenge anybody out there, let's come up with a solution for gang violence, right? You, you've literally spoken like a true evolutionary biologist. <laughs> like, that's literally, like, <laughs> survival of the fittest is... is uh, well, it's not survival. If you come up with a solution, you prosper. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and uh, unfortunately, I don't think that people in that community have enough wiggle room not most of them the anomalies are are the prayer for that community so then back full circle to like the what did you call it universal income uh ubi universal basic income how much money is that entitled people to is that communism no so i'm i'm not a communist and this is what this is an interesting discussion because I think we I think we'll end up agreeing about how this goes. Cuz I'm I'm more of a capitalist than I am 
a communist, but I think that it's essential to have basic needs met. But there's conditions that underlie that that are complex, right? So imagine if someone's housing and food, the most basic primal needs, sex, you have to leave to people. You can't just guarantee people sex. Well, again, underlying conditions. So the government can guarantee housing and food. Then people have the freedom to get a job or not get a job. It's enough money to have a house and food, right? And it's not... Here's... It's tricky, right? Because here's the first argument. What happens when when uh, there's not enough housing? How do you even afford for something like that, right? What do you mean what there's do they not get? enough housing, though? No, 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 but, like, I'm saying... There definitely is. But what is there the are qu- people that own so many homes and shit. I agree. And with nobody's you. in them. But what is the quality of the housing? Because there's plenty of hotels that have really shitty complexes, right? And are we just going to force people to live in those and call it good? I think there's a standard of living. Well, and this is that's acceptable. And this is why capitalism is in place. And this is why we have rights. And like, at the end of the day, you have a right to be homeless. Like, if that's your choice, if you want to be homeless, great. And so, can we solve homelessness? Not really. You can't force people to live anywhere. Even if we had a solution, some people just wouldn't want to do it. Because guess what? They would rather be doing what they're doing. And so, go ahead. So, a homeless problem is interesting, right? Do you know that we had a giant homeless spike and I think it was after uh, Nixon. What happened is Nixon basically is either Nixon or Reagan. I can't remember. One of them basically said there's no more mental hospital coverage in the U.S. and they kicked everybody out. So the stereotype of like crazy homeless people literally comes from the fact that a enormous amount of people who had mental illnesses which back then were not no one knew anything about them like i mean psychology like the study of psychology the science of it and learning how to treat these mental disorders is only like started in like the 1900s like think about that like it's a true scientific study not like medieval kind of like ghosts were a part of it I mean, up until up until the 70s, they were still giving people lobotomies. They were still cutting out part of your brain just to make you be normal. And all cutting out the frontal cortex does is suppress your emotive responses. It suppresses your personality. There ain't nobody touching my fucking brain. Like, think about that. Like, if you... You're an outlier. You're an outlier in society. So if you didn't fit in to the schema of go get a job you would be a candidate for this you're an outlier because you're creative so a lot of creative people in the like early 50s were targeted also 
gay people were targeted. So the, the science was so rudimentary. So think about this. We, the study of psychology and the understanding of the human mind didn't even start until like 70 years ago. That's kind of a mind fuck. And so we've only had 70 years to really understand what's going on inside people's heads. Enough to, to do something about it. And then halfway through that, someone said, oh, cut all that shit. And I know they can't go home or they don't have homes and they can't have jobs, but we're not going to deal with it anymore. We can't, we're not going to fund these things. So that's where Dude, crazy Why can't we just put all the homeless people in a bus and go put them in a fucking field of grass in the middle of nowhere they'll eat each other and no and we give them fucking apple trees and shit like that and they eat the apples and (laughs) (laughs) they eat the (laughs) i know what you're saying but that's that's exactly my point if we're not if we're not gonna let them live in the cities and stuff like that (laughs) why can't we no but go and have a place for them to go here's what we have we have a mental illness problem right that's directly correlated to a homeless problem that started in either the Nixon or Reagan era. So what we need to do is fix how we treat the mentally ill. Those who are mentally ill on the street can be taken in and put into places that where they can get proper care now, proper understood care for what they're their disorder, disease, mental illness is. And and that's great. That would probably take care of 75% of the homeless problem. That's how many fucking homeless people have mental illnesses that are unchecked that literally wouldn't allow them to keep a job or get a house or do anything productive in what we call society. And I don't necessarily agree with what we call society, but society agrees with what we call society, so I don't have a say. And I think mental illness is caused by money, dude. Like, because there's one cold hard truth and money, like, cash rules. <laughs> Everything <laughs> fucking, around me. Fucking, I swear, it's all the same thing, universal basic income. Like, what what do people need, right? If, if we were to implement something like that where everyone's basic needs are covered for, well, then we have to come up with new rules to life, like... You're allowed this much money for this. And then from there, you're expected to do these things. Exactly. But at least you have a house over your head. You can stay warm in the winter. You can stay cool in the summer. You have water. You have food. Most businesses wouldn't survive. So they that's not true, actually. If you're being given money, statistically to, with you're being given money. money to stay home, who's going to go to work? Surprisingly, a lot of people. And also the majority of jobs. So here's what here's where here's where I agree with you. In the fifties, impossible that this could happen. There was not enough automation, and there was not enough people in the U.S. to make this work. There wasn't enough money. But today, the majority of jobs that are done by Entry-level people can be done completely by robots. 
and in the next 20 years will be completely automated. So we're going to see far more homeless people than we've, and we're already seeing it because of the pandemic. And, and so what we have is a society that's not ready to understand or keep up with what is in knocking on its door, in my opinion. And what's knocking on its door is this beautiful idea that, hey, we're in this privileged position, in this privileged part of time, where we have enough resources and enough money to cover people's basic needs. And if we do that, the jobs that are going to be gone in 20 years, it's not going to matter at all. And people will still have homes. People will still have a way to live. And here's what the argument is, is does it take away ambition? Studies have shown there's been small parts of cities that have actually done this. People who are given the ability to freely live with enough money to have an apartment seek jobs more often than people who do not have the ability to do so. So people who have to live on a paycheck-to-paycheck basis will not seek jobs. They're more likely to be homeless than people who do because have fucking money to cover for them. What happens when, like, one paycheck doesn't do shit for you because you're so deep in a hole? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it takes a little help to get but out of that psychologically, hole. psychologically, like, also what does that do to you? When the only thing you're thinking about all day is, I fucking hope I have enough money to pay rent. You know what I mean? And now imagine a world where no one has to think that. I hope I have enough money to pay, like fucking feed my children. No one has to think that. Dude. What a beautiful world, there. right? Not my circus, not my fucking monkeys, dude. I don't want to talk about universal basic income anymore. Okay. What is your circus? What are your monkeys? <laughs> Like I was saying before, I'm moving out on Monday. Everybody's girl is on notice, bro. You're my girl now. Sorry. <laughs> I don't care if you have a boyfriend. You're my girlfriend now, every single one of you, because you can come over to my apartment anytime you want. Okay, yeah, dude. And if I find a keeper, bro, she can move in. When's the first party? I haven't decided yet. I just got to – I'm not even going to think about it until I get a couch. And then when I get a couch, I'll have some people over. You better get that couch, because I'll be pissed if I come to help you and there's nothing Dude, to Dude, I with. just want to kind of get a feel for, like, the little community kitchen space to see if... You can have a couch? You can have a couch. No, no, I can have a couch to see if I can have people over. Like, how many people can I have over without being totally obnoxious in isn't this the, little isn't community? Isn't the plan to be obnoxious? No, never, dude. Okay. Why would you not be respectful? Oh, all right. To your neighbors, All right, bro. my bad. Dude. Okay, fair. Those are your neighbors. You don't want to piss them off. Okay, but how many people do you think you could have over? Freaking 69 or 20. You could not have 420. 
people. <laughs> Could you imagine? It would be like a, a fucking like sardine can, dude. Like four twenty people. Rager at Kai's. Rager at Kai's studio. Completely respectful Rager costume. <laughs> you, should, you should have like fat parties and then just call them completely respectful. Like just not Dude, I mean, stores and moving forward, my goals like are to get a consistent nine to five. And so I'm pretty focused on Don't getting. Don't you already have that? No, dude, I have like a four to whenever the hell we're done at Noble and then. I work six days a week, only certain hours. Like, oh, it's like weird. It's it, like not defined, really. It is, but it's not. Like, I don't get benefits, bro. I don't, and I don't want to stand up and get dirty every day. I want to sit down at my desk at home, work remote, so that when hey, I'm Matt. on when I'm on the phone with people, I could be doodling in my sketchbook. Maybe I'll come up with a comic book, bro. Go, but like go to on work it. Indeed, there's so, so many fucking jobs. What are you talking about? I feel like everybody. In, <laughs> I feel like everybody in the world is so. Get a remote job in Colorado. I need, I need. To be my own boss and blah, blah 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 blah. I'm like, why? Like seriously, being your own boss is so much stress. Get an easy job where you get benefits and get to work from home at the desk and draw while you're on the phone and freaking save up for retirement and be happy and start a YouTube channel and just live your life. And go to work. Are you gonna start a YouTube channel? Oh, dog! I go hard on YouTube. You already post, have a YouTube channel. I post a vlog Why like don't you every fucking week. Share it to me, dude. Because I don't promote anything I do. Well, guess what? Far from home is going to promote everything you do, dude. I mean, if you want to do Not that, that, far from home has that would be <laughs> outrageous, bro. Well, I'm I mean, going to do that for you. I I love everything you do. I love you. Your gotta have lives. like I love your fucking music. I support you in and out a hundred percent. Like what? What does I mean? This could be drawn out. Think about this. I get a job working remote from home. I'm chilling with my dog in my little studio apartment, and like I'm on the phone. Oh yes, uh, it's gonna cost this much to move your house. Blah blah blah. You know, I'm working for this company and they sell moving stuff or whatever. But I'm drawing site maps for my side hustle far from home, and I'm like, this is what it would take to promote an artist like Kai. He's got three albums. I'm going to write 10 different blog posts. I'm going to make 10 different Instagram posts. I'm going to make a YouTube review. I don't know. I'm just shooting the shit right now. But Bro, what does it look like? Con- you're so consistent. Like, every, everyone should be following you. If they like, if, like, it's everyone who, if, if there's anybody watching this, fucking follow him. And he posts every day. No, I don't. You post every day. No, I don't. What day, when did you miss? Did you miss this week at all? On what? On Instagram. Dude, I post like once every week, once every two weeks. Well, your stories. Oh, yeah. Dude, your story is useless. Like, I don't know. I like your stories. Thanks, but most of the time your story, why not post to your Instagram where it's always there? What is the point of a story? It just goes away. Why not document what you're doing? You it's know for, what I'm it's saying? for people with like a lot of followers to keep them engaged. So it's not it's not as it's for like temporary content, right? Like if you wanted to have a discussion with your What friend, is the point of temporary content? Special. It goes away. We're temporary content, Kai. 
You have That's songs about this. Fucking... You have fucking songs about being temporary. Yeah, Raya, what song? Uh, Purple. Purple. Oh, that song's called Before You Know It. I just remember the lyric is like, we'll be, we'll be purple before you know it. Or yeah, we're all purple before you know it. Yeah. Dude, that lyric stuck with me because it's like, because you're like, you. my favorite color is purple. Dude, I mean, it's so much deeper than that, that song because purple is for suicide awareness. And, and I like, didn't even know that. And, and if I, I were, the song more. let's say if I were in a gang, bro, I would be banging purple. Like, I got a couple purple rags at home, and, like, sometimes I'll let that shit bang out my pocket. And when I had dreads, I wear that in my hair, bang my purple rag, you know? And I think all of us are purple. Like, if you get to know me enough, well, if you, you know that I'm a gangster, and I feel like gangster tendencies kind of rub off on people. So purple means a lot to me. We're all purple, and if if you know, you know. What does purple mean to you, right? But if you know, how could you, how could you not like, how could that, how could that color not mean something to you? If you know what it means, hundred percent, man. Like that. Your your lyricism and your songs. <laughs> <laughs> is so unique and so beautiful like um you're when <clears throat> you have a song where it's like I'm in timeout and my friends are drinking lemonade it's not the exact lyrics but that's you're still in timeout your friends are drinking lemonade you'll see them another day exactly. yeah that song's called McFlurry's and it's if I was like a vice music author, I would go so deep into your fuck like so you know those vice documentaries on like musicians and shit? I would go so hard into like why you wrote these things and what they mean about culture and how it emphasizes like the fact that you called the song McFlurries and it's like your own because per- I know you worked at McDonald's, like I know so much about you that like I see the beauty in what you've written. It it blows my mind. Thank you, man. I mean, I'm always writing, always writing, always writing. And part of writing all the time is you got to realize it's okay to throw shit away. Because the shit that d- you do keep is it's for, it's yeah, for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Like, I kept that for a reason. And thank you. Like, uh, McFlurry's is a song that I... <laughs> my dad used to coach all my sports teams. So I'm writing this song about playing soccer and shit. But, yeah, I did work at McDonald's, and then we just go get McFlurries and pretend it never happened. But uh, that song kind of is supposed to have, like, a little bit of a hip-hop reference there. You ever heard that song, Lemonade? It's a hip-hop song. It goes, off the juice, Cody got me tripping. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. called Lemonade. Yeah, so... You're stuck in time out. Your friends are drinking lemonade. I'm just thinking, I'm stuck at work, and all my homies are partying to that one song. 100%. Yeah, like, that's... Dude, genius would have a field day with your lyrics. Thank you. I mean, what are the odds? What if I got freaking discovered? My goals right now are to take care of my basics in life, right? Get a good job. 
fucking I'm moving out and then I'm gonna get a girlfriend or I'm just gonna be clapping cheeks left and right, you know, maybe download Tinder and never get booed up ever. But you know, sex and feelings is the whole thing. But once that's done, I was thinking, what if I dive into LinkedIn as like a professional musician and find a booking agent and shit like that? Uh that'd be crazy. Music could I don't want to say it could be my whole life, but it could, like, but I'm not in a hurry to get there, and I'm not afraid to have a nine-to-five. Bro, I think, I think you're... You know what I'm saying? Because I'll play for free. I'll play my music for free, and, uh... You're one of these people where... You gotta do both. You gotta live the best of both worlds, until you don't. The talent that I see in you, if never discovered and never blown up, would be such a waste... To everybody It would be so sad to me it, Because What I get from your music is Like One part Insane jealousy Because I'm like how the fuck Does this dude Think Like this He Like he's saying The things in such a Beautiful way The way I want to say them, and he has his own sound to it. So there's that part of insane jealousy, but there's also this part of, like, I feel like I'm on something, like, discovering something that no one else has seen yet. It's one of those things where I I find... Have you heard this experience where you... dive deep into just like random assortments of like bands or something you're trying to find new music that you're looking for and then you find something that like it's like so underground and no one knows about and it's unbelievably good that's what i feel like when i listen to your music thank you that's huge for me man because i feel like that's something that everyone goes through musician or not dude everyone loves music and i think your whole life you're digging through music where you can listen to, I don't know, I listen to like the same 10 songs a day for until I get bored of them and then I pick a new 10 songs and that's enough to satisfy me. Like, you know, I hop in the car, listen to my 10 songs and then I'm at work and whatever. So making time for the music. Well, at a certain point you get so tired of them, but it's awesome when you find this little realm that you get to just exist in. And so that's... I hope that that's what my music is like for people where they're like, damn, I wish I could find more music like this. Where, like, oh, there's there's a whole sound out there that I didn't know existed, and I'm living here for a while. But I also understand as a musician, like, people are going to listen to more than just you. You're not the center of the world, and I hope a lot of musicians hear me out on that. Like, it's so much bigger than you. That's what a lot of musicians seem to do right now is uh, copy each other to the extent where it it's not necessarily the same, but it's so contrived of all of the other sounds that are around them that you can't even def- decipher of like, is this a new song or is this an old song or is this like, like what is this? Like the Migos, I, I was like playing... Um, I told Siri to play some new music for me, and I don't know what the algorithm's doing, 
but it it played. By the way, when you tell Siri to play new music for you, it puts Apple Music on shuffle. And it'll play new songs that are like related to songs that you have in your library. So I have Amigos album, but they play this this when I asked Siri to do this, it played an entire Amigos album. Tra- and I was like, "What the fuck? Why is it playing a like in order every song?" And so I think somehow they like paid Apple to do that. Like if you if the people play Migos, that they play the entire album because it's a new album or something for promotional purposes. But it, every song sounded the same, and it sounded like all of their old albums. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, what is fucking music? Like, I just want to find something new. Dude, it's music is capitalism, and this is why I'm not in a hurry to be discovered for my music. I'm glad you like it, but here's the deal. I got, like, eight listeners, and I don't promote it because it doesn't fucking matter. And fuck you if you think I need to quit my job so that people can hear me and my music because, like, ain't no one song is better than the other. Like, okay, you write a song, and it might impact some people, and... Maybe put someone listens to it every day, but, like, your music, your song, you're not the center of the world. Your music doesn't fucking matter. Like, and maybe it does, right? Maybe your music fucking keeps people alive. That's a whole different thing, but it's so... This is me and my music, and I have this to say, and I don't think I should work a job, and everybody go listen to my track, and... Bang my shit I don't like to do that Cause that's capitalism man Yeah Fuck capitalism For what it is dog I wish I could go out there and be like Bang my shit Everybody go listen to fucking my new hit song It's funny they're like so but I got like that I got like capitalist. reality to deal with And like fucking haters Like my family You know That are like Fucking get a job, Kai. So I'm like, all right, I will. Like, that sucks. I wish I could just be music all the time, but that's not real well, right now. Unless somebody's like, "Hey, Kai, your new job is music." Until then, that's why what we fuck do. Everyone. This is, this is what and we're fuck doing. Fuck TikTok and fuck it all. That's why I want to do what I'm doing with this podcast and with Far From Home is I want to create this network of hopefully it extends to more people than, than than just my interests, right? Like I hope I hope one day that it becomes more than just what I'm interested in. But as of right now, what I want to do is create this ecosystem for the things that I love that are unique to me and allow that to support the artists that I care about, the local talent that that I think are, that could really change something that don't get enough spotlight. Like that's what I want to do with Far From Home, and that's why like my whole philosophy on it is that's that's for another time. But it's it's all it it all comes down to support, and I want I want artists to be able to live off of their art and not have to do this dumb shit that is so. That everyone has to do with that. I, I, I don't want anyone to have to do half the dumb shit that we do. But I'm going to take a piss break. And I think we should play a, a song of yours while I do that. What song are you going to play? Any song. You got any more uh, beer? 
songs that I just refuse to play now. One, some because I can't remember them and some are just kidding. Not even songs. It's just mean. It's a mean song.
A lot of your songs have these beautiful, uh, almost, no, I wouldn't say double entendres, but you'll, you're just like, I'm the greatest. I might be a god. Probably not. There's so, I feel like there's so many of your songs that speak this absolute and then say the absolute opposite. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, I, and it's like, Also, as a musician, like I, those those things when they're said so correctly about certain emotions and certain understandings of the world, are one phenomenal, but also just so hard to come up with. Uh, I think you have a song called like um, in, Indigo, Indigo Gloves, Indigo Gloves. I was listening to that today, and that one's fucking cool as fuck. Thank you. Yeah, I wrote that song while I was working at Steak and Shake. We had these purple gloves, like nitrile gloves. Mm-hmm. Those were the best fucking gloves, dude. Why? I don't know. They just, like, they were more expensive than the other gloves. <laughs> <laughs> you put them on, you feel bougie. Yeah, you feel bougie. <laughs> now I'm that bougie-ass Steak and Shake guy, you know? Look at me and my indigo gloves. That's how I felt the other day. Like, we, where I work, we, uh, I work over, like, really hot stuff. And, uh, so I had to use, like, other, like, there's just, like, hand, like, hand-me-downs, basically. Like, if you put this jacket on, it doesn't fit. And, like, yesterday, I got my own jacket. Like, a brand new one for the first time. I've worked this job for six months. It's finally brand new. And it's like all shiny and shit. And I was like, "Oh, this is bougie, bro!" Like I felt, <laughs> <laughs> I felt like so high quality. I was like, "Oh shit!" Look at me in my new jacket. But yeah. yeah, I mean, having a job will do great things for your self esteem. Unless you got a stupid job, go get a cool job, right? That's what I'm trying to do right now. Get a cool job. Well, my job is kind of cool. But it's too dangerous for it to be cool for long, if that makes sense. It's too dangerous where it's like I'm I'm like every day risking complete dismemberment and disfigurement of my entire body. Like think That's about what I'm that. saying, dude. We're, <laughs> like that's crazy. Working at a desk ain't that for bad. For seventeen an hour. I'm actually this weekend was gonna look at like uh just like work at home jobs because there's such a market for it now where it's going on on indeed and be like yeah i could call people for 23 dollars an hour because no one will work here at your stupid fucking factory or whatever i'll do that i'll get locked into that price and with the ot get you know what i mean that's what i'm saying there's ain't nothing wrong with the good old-fashioned american way like Get a job, save your money, and someday, if you work hard enough, you will earn your art. But, like, fuck you if you think that you should go full-time as an artist right now. Because God is fair, and your art will blow up when it's ready and God says it's time. I believe in God. So, you're religious. What kind of God? Christian God or your own God? Like, Jesus' dad. (laughs) Jesus' dad? Yeah, Okay. J-Man's papa. 
But, like, so is that Christianity or Catholicism? Dude, yeah, Christianity, except the past couple churches that I've been at, they kind of like, yo, fuck you, dog. But now I go to Hope Community, shout out Hope, shout out my church. Like, they make me feel welcome, but I work every Sunday. I could go now because now I'd be closing on Sundays. But, like, after a Saturday night, the first thing at the first thing I want to do on a Sunday isn't wake up and go to church. But when I get a better job and a girlfriend and I can, like, go and be a beam of light at church, you know I'm going to be there. But I want to be, like, I don't want to heal. I don't want the church to heal me. Like, I want to go heal the church. You know I what think, I'm saying? I think I think that's beautiful. But if you do that, you will start your own cult. Like you do, Dude, you do realize I mean, that you're you're the type of personality that will start its own. You you will you will take everyone in that church and you will migrate them to a homestead. And I'm not saying it will be a bad cult. I'm just saying people aren't going to stay at that church. You're too magnetic. Thank you, bro. I really am planning on starting a church. Like, <laughs> are you? <laughs> like a cult? Yeah, the cult of Kai Kitson, bro. So check it out. So I'm moving out, and I'm just thinking about all these people I can invite over to my place. I'm like, what if I just do three separate events, three separate groups of people? Just have this one, this one party, and then this one party, and then this one party, and I just build these little fight clubs, right? You want? And then they fight, and then they find out about each other, right? My little support groups that come over for poker night. I got my Monday night with the boys. I got my Tuesday night with the other boys. My Wednesday with the other boys, and then like they all find out about each other, and then these groups get integrated, and then like I've just brought all these freaking homies together because of the cult of Kai Kitson. But Fight Club, we're not gonna fight, dude. Cause I'll fight. I'm down. No, no fighting. You don't want to fight. Like what? Like sportsy fight. Not like hate each other fight, but like sport sportsmen. Dude, we could play paintball. You know that's that's so so. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's it's actually a lot a lot more safe. But like, one of the things I want to do with this podcast, I don't know if it's if I'm capable of doing it, especially with like being in this apartment, but. I have this entire. I have an entire room dedicated to jujitsu, and or I guess martial arts in general. Right? Have you seen it? I have. Because I don't know if it was like set up when you came in, but um, I want to stage, not stage, but like I want to have a fight league. I want to have <laughs> a fight league. <laughs> I want it Dude, to happen sounds... in my house. It's underground as fuck, and you get like a fucking. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna be like the Ghost Show Fight League or a Far From Home Fight League, but you know some bullshit type of capitalist branding fight league. But it's going to be a legitimate. I know legitimate fighters. I know people in the UFC, bro. Like I know people who will hurt people, and I, I want to see. Hurt people hurt people. You know what I mean? And I think it'd be so fun. Uh, jiu-jitsu matches, Muay Thai matches, MMA matches. I'm, I'm literally, like, prepared to just pay for holes in my walls, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I feel like it will literally get 
millions of views on YouTube. Because I've seen this shit on street beefs. Like, okay. Like, it's so poorly shot. And, like, it has, it has like, the production value of, like, like a high school dance. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I could do an amazing, amazing fight league. Would you like to fight? No, I'm not a fighter, bro. What if, what if there's no punches? You want to wrestle people? I'm down for rock, paper, scissors. All right, let's go right now. Let's see who wins. Okay, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. Are we going one or one? One, one, two, or three? We're doing one and one only. Rock, paper, scissors. No, no. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. shoot. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Fuck. What's up? Strategy. So I want to fight, League. Fuck that, dude. Like, I'm I'm glad that you're out there learning karate and shit like that, jiu-jitsu. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think about it, but then I'm like, dude, if I'm going to get beat up in the streets, like, they can have my money. Just fucking, I'll be like, dude, don't even bother kicking my ass. Like, here you go. Just let me go through my fucking day. There's no need for the fight. Well, but okay, okay. I will okay. use my words before I'm going to go get in a fight. That's what, I mean, that's what jujitsu would teach you, but, like, what if, after your words don't work, you could kill the person? No, thanks. Not that you will kill the person. <laughs> I'm not saying that you will. I'm saying that you have the confidence to know that you can handle yourself. I'll teach you jujitsu for free. You want you want you want me to teach you jujitsu? I ain't got time for that, dog. Here's the thing. There's so many things that I want to do, right? That's fair. Well, first of all, I gotta work. Second of all, mm-hmm. I got a dog to walk. Third of all, I'm trying to make music. Fourth, I'm trying to be a skateboarder. Fifth, I'm trying to make a movie. And then there's a book and all these things. So project management, right? I mean, maybe in my life I will learn jujitsu, and that's something that could go on my list. But not any time right now is that a priority for me, even the slightest. <laughs> Fair enough, man. You know, you I'm know not, what I'm saying? I'm not going to convince you. But if you could give me an hour, I would do it. An hour a you, week? One hour, one jiu-jitsu class a week? You just have to come here. We could do a podcast. We could make we could make the most out of right. it. Dude, that's, that'd be crazy. I could probably do one hour a week. But I, Yeah, dude. I will teach you everything I know. I, I have a system. I have, not only do I have a system, but I, I, I train at the best gym in Reno. And I also have instructionals from the best jujitsu practitioners in the world. So what you're, you're guaranteed to get the best of the best of the best. I've also trained at uh, uh, jujitsu gyms where there's world champions there, like Keenan Cornelius. Uh, doesn't mean anything to you, but for people, anyone who might be watching this, that's a gigantic name. You're 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 in company of top quality. I'm not that great, but I can teach you great things. Transfer knowledge, and all I ask is one hour a week, and on top of that, supporting you doing whatever the fuck else you want. We can make music. I mean, I don't want to waste your time while you're here. Dude, I mean, 
Work is play and play is work. So uh, I can give play, you one hour a week. That's the playhouse, we could be, bro. We could be making TikToks. We could be Do doing everything. YouTube, doing it all. That's what I'm saying. Is me and you have the same fucking brain. So, well, I think your brain's actually far more amazing and beautifully creative. <laughs> <laughs> but me and you have the same like, like uh, entertainment brain. Like we, I, I'm a hundred percent on making TikToks. I'm a hundred percent on making viral skate clips. I'm a hundred percent on all of those things. And we could definitely do all of those things. And I think when you move out, I'm already moved out. What the fuck? What are we waiting for? Nothing, bro. Just get it. My goal is to get shit on the calendar, bro. Like. I'm going to get me a little baddie. I'm going to get me some friends. I'm going to get everybody plugged Careful in. about a baddie. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. A good girl who's going to treat you right. good girl who's going to support she what you do. treat me like shit, dude. I don't care. Just suck my dick every once in a while. Dude, just get a prostitute. You live in Nevada. No, it's not the same. It's all right. I need me a girl with, like, problems and shit. My problems, though. Like, her problems are mine. Anyway. That's called that's called trauma bonding, and <laughs> it's the worst type of relationship you can ever be in. I just got out of one. Trust me. It's a, it's a real thing. It's, it's not... It's, it's a real fucking thing. But uh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It sounds beautiful to find someone who has your problems, but what you need to find is someone who's searching for the same solutions, not who has the same problems. Dude, I feel like there's not a girl in the world that could tell me what to do and be right. You know what I mean? Why would they tell you what to do? You're already you're framing it wrong. That's right. that's the trauma bond. You want someone to tell you what to do. You see what I'm saying? You you it's I was the same way. Trust me, bro. That's a different conversation, but fucking bitch bitches are bitches. And no, we don't call them that. Hoes are hoes? No, no. Chicks are chicks. Girls are girls? Girls are girls. Okay. Didn't you just say I need a bitch? Didn't you just say I need a hoe? I said I need me a little baddie, dog. <laughs> oh, baddie. I do like baddie. I like baddie better than bitch, for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm down with the baddie. Bro, I'll let the bitch word fly out every once in a while, but I really, really try my best not to. I just feel like I'm not black enough. You know what I mean? Like, whoa, it sounds whoa, dumb whoa. when I say it. <laughs> Don't woe me. Is that too much? So I'm making a movie. What what movie? It's called Grey Milk. Okay. I'm pretty and? excited about it. What can you say about it? Well, I brought it to show you. I'm going to show you what I've got so far. Really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I wish I could show it on the podcast. How do you, How are we going to no, show No, no. We're not showing the podcast. Okay. So afterwards. Anyway, dude, like, it's... So I've got this book and I got my music and now I got this movie and it's all sort of the same thing. It's like what it, it's a campaign, right? Business is so much more than just one thing. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. You got to put all your eggs in many baskets. And so in this movie I want to accomplish so many things. Like it's a movie. It's a pace, right? It's a a I'm going to keep working my job. My friends that are in the movie are going to keep working their job. And then we're going to come out with this movie, and then we're going to push the shit out of it, and it's going to be a whole new thing, right? Okay. Because, man, then the movie's always there. Can you imagine? Like, yeah, we made a movie. Then you can go out there, start making phone calls, 
yo, can we push this movie? Can we push this movie? Can we push this movie? 100%. I agree with you. So, yeah. I'm going to do all that in in the movie. What's the... What is... Uh, you say it's a whole new thing, so this is a terrible question. But what, what is the movie? It's Grey Milk. All right. Enough said. I love it. Thank you. So you like the title? Because some of the homies at work were talking shit about they can, it. They can suck a dick. Yeah, they can talk shit. They can talk shit, but... Whatever. I got gray milk. It's I don't think they movie. know what you have. Well, it would help if they could see it. Uh, my plan is to like have the homies over to my little apartment, and then I'm going to show them gray milk, and then we're going to film a scene. And then like at a certain point, I'll have so many scenes, and then the movie will be done. Can you describe a scene? Okay, so I'm at the gym with my friend Dominic, He's running on the treadmill talking about how he thinks this prostitute gave him an STD. And then it goes in and me and Dominic are like outside of his car in the Double Diamond Elementary School parking lot. And I'm playing the guitar and he's rapping over this guitar playing this like this poem and these words that he wrote. And it's dope. Then we're in the car and he, he puts on the Tyler Hero beat by Jack Harlow and I freestyle over it. And it's so fucking corny. But it's hilarious. I start rapping about Selena Gomez. I'm like, Selena, 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 Selena. You know what happens when you say Selena. Selena, 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 Selena. You know what happens when you say Selena. She says, yes, punky, punky, be my guest. Some shit like that. Anyway, dude, I just picture that in the first 10 minutes of the movie, I'm freestyle rapping. Was that already filmed? Oh, yeah. I'm going to show it to you after we're off air. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just saying, like, imagine where we could go with a whole squad. I'm telling you, I'll have, like, three different groups of people that I'm planning on inviting over and doing this movie thing, like, three different times. And then I'll have my three groups meet up. But I'm talking, I'm going to put everyone in this movie, but it's fucked up because it's produced and filmed and edited by me, right? Uh-huh. Grey Milk is my thing, but it's going to impact so many people. Right, yeah. like, why would you not be stoked about being in a movie? And if somebody feels so pissed off that it's my movie and it's going to be on my YouTube channel, well, then they better offer me up a nice deal, right? Like, cause I'm I'm the one that's making it Is happen. There already turmoil. No, I'm just picturing, dude. Oh, okay. People are going to get addicted. You're catastrophizing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, what's the worst thing that could happen, right? People are All pissed right. off that I made this movie and they're in it and they didn't, it, blah, blah, blah. But it's a documentary. Just dude. like it's, we did. It's about the, me. Just like we did before the podcast. I made you sign a release. Make them sign a release. And it's, then it's your identity. It's your, it's your film. I'll send you the release form. It's a legal precedent. They can't say anything about it. But it's, as long as it's under your production company, then there's nothing they can do. Bro, I'm hoping it's not going to be like that, though. I hope it's a good thing for everybody where everybody's no, just stoked. Like, it creates opportunities but, for people. But, like, you already do. It's like you're already thinking of, like, the worst-case scenario. It's not – like, this word, the legal thing gets weird. That's why I felt weird even making you sign it. It's like, you're my friend. I don't need to make you sign that thing. I only did it. To start to feel comfortable with other people signing it. You know what I mean? And you're literally the first person that I've ever made sign anything like that. And the only reason I want to get into the habit of doing that, because if I ever have someone on here, because I have weird plans for this show that are definitely not going to constitute 
uh, certain beliefs for uh, a certain group of people that I would still like to have on the show. Like, I want to have scientists. I want to. I want to have people who, you know, study crazy shit who might have reputations on the line, and I want to put them in the best light, and I want to shine light on on their their best ideas. But at the same time, they're going to be in a category where where there's a guy who's streaming live on Pornhub and ha- might have strippers shaking their ass next to his face and having people put uh, things that shouldn't be... like. So here's one of my ideas. And you can tell me what you think about this. Uh, I want to do a, a segment... Where it won't be on it won't be on Twitch. I'm gonna to try to figure out how to stream live on like Pornhub because I think that's the next genre of like uh, Gonzo Entertainment. I think I think journalism is dead. I think podcasts are are the new f- form of journalism, and I think because podcasts can be anywhere and they're live. They can be live. They can do anything. They're they're much more free than an article in a paper or a book, and. So in terms of Gonzo Entertainment, I want to have a segment. And this isn't, like, the most brilliant segment. This is just something fun that I thought of. Uh, I want to have a segment where girls have a shock collar on their neck. You know, they agreed to this. This is a game. And when you know those, like, pink... You ever see, like, in the porn where they always have, like, that pink thing in their in their pussy... That would like the like has like the if you ever seen that like the vibrator. You, do you watch porn? No, you don't watch porn. You're not a porn guy. You're not into this. Try to quit porn actually. Okay. But have you seen the pink thing inside the pussy? I have no clue what you're talking about, G. I think you do, bro. <laughs> I think you know you're 100 what I'm fucking talking. I don't about. watch porn. It's for weirdos. But uh. So, I want to ask them questions about politics and see if they get the question right, they, they get vibrated. If they get the question wrong, they get either vibrated or shocked. Bro, you better get rich if you're going to try to have that influence on girls. It's just, well, it's, it's, it's fun. It's like, it's not, the idea sounds like hardcore but it's like if you're talking about I'm thinking about having porn stars or strippers on I'm not just like any girl that's on the podcast right these are professional porn athletes is what I'll consider them uh and I feel like they'd be very uh it sounds crazy right and that's what I want to do it's gonzo same thing with my fight league. People getting fucking leg, like, head kicked. Knocked out in my fucking room. In my apartment. There's families next to me that are sleeping while <laughs> this is happening. Could you imagine how insane? And I think that's fun. I don't know. It, that's, it just reminds me of, like, I never listened to a lot of Howard Stern, but uh, he's, like, the most relatable example but Howard Stern used to have just crazy shit happen on his radio show. And then he just stopped. Because society was like, hey, you can't have crazy shit happen anymore. And then there was Jason Ellis. And Jason Ellis kind of... 
stop because it just like he had already done all the crazy shit or whatever. These are just like run of the mill ideas. These aren't for sure things, but I want crazy shit to happen on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? I want it to be one of those things that people look back on in the future and are like, how did they do that? Like, how are they allowed to do that in 2021? You know what I'm saying? I want it to be punk. I want it to be fucking scary. I want it to be in your face and I want it to be challenging. I want it to be art. Because that's what I think art is. I think art is scary, in your face, and challenging. Sometimes it's abrasive. Sometimes it misses the mark. But at the at the very least, it's something that changes the way you see things. And the crazy thing is, I I think the only way you can do anything like that now is streaming on Pornhub. Because they're the only platform that's not going to de-platform you. I need me a girl with an OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I've start- Have you thought about making your own OnlyFans? If I did, I would do, like, feet pics. Pictures of that's my hilarious. feet. That's hilarious. Yeah. That Maybe would, that could... freaking pictures of my butthole. <laughs> Just feet and butthole? <laughs> 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 What a, what a genre that, that's, yeah, There's that's no in between it. It's only starfish And, and toes Like that's yeah. all they get is toes and starfish <laughs> At least there's a little bit of variety Though you know what I'm saying yeah, like, it's like, like uh, every feet Oh only feet Oh whoa wait a <laughs> yeah. Hey A little bit of a little bit of what are, so just, salty, sweet. So just the butthole, just the yeah, like really close up, like just like okay, but anything in it? No, fuck no. Just the butthole, dude. If any girl tries to ever give me oh, you think rim job? You think your fingered. demographic is girls, bruh? You don't think like okay, girls are not on OnlyFans. <laughs> they are not. They are not looking for dudes. They're not like, oh, I can't wait to lick this guy's asshole. I can't wait to see it on OnlyFans. Bro, you're all any any guy who joins OnlyFans is immediately going to have at least a ninety-eight percent gay demographic. Word. And you're not gonna put anything in your butthole? Nope. Fair enough. Tease him. <laughs> I'm way too scared for that, dude. Scared? What do you mean scared? It's just like not a pleasure that I'm trying to know. I could care less. Couldn't care less about that feeling. Like, fuck, dude. Like, I'm trying to go shred some puss. Shred some puss. Dude, that should be the name of your next album. No, probably not. (laughs) No, but that's fucking... That should be a t-shirt for sure. I'm trying to go shred some puss. Shred some puss. Hey, bro. What's up? I'm trying to go shred some puss. How about you? That's a great... That's a definitely a great video segment. For sure. Like, in the movie, I'm trying to go shred some puss. Yeah. That's like... It's one of those, like, throwaway segments that may or may not make it in the movie because it's so fucking extra. I want to play another song because I got to pee again.
shreds someplace. Is it a rap song? I did not consider it being a rap song, but I might be reconsidering. Oh no, bro. I don't really do features. No, no, no. I mean, a completely different thing. One time band, one song. Shreds and and that's what I'm saying, dog. I don't really do features. <laughs> you don't have to work hard for that one. I feel like I give you permission to write a song called Shreds and Puss, but when I think of Shreds and Puss, I don't really think of a song that's not really my style of way I make music. I would think of like a skit. You know what I mean? Like a skit in a movie. Like we could use it for Grey Milk. Like, hey, I'm trying to go Shreds and Puss. And then you're like, yeah? You're trying to go Shreds and Puss? And I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to go shred some puss, and then we just keep saying it. I don't know. That's what I think of. <laughs> that's why. That's why. Shredding some puss with the boys. You know what I'm saying? Cause shredding some old puss with the boys. Yeah. La, 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 la. For these slightly puss, just sledding the puss with the boys. Yeah, shredding that puss up. Up and down the puss? Oh, yeah. Is that right? My friend from work says when you you lick the vagina, you gotta lick the butthole, too. Never done it. It's been a while since I've. You ever eat ass? Because, okay, so this is my interpretation of the song. You can tell me if it's fucked up or wrong. But the way I see it is, you, you're, for me, it's a song about, uh, I don't want to say, like, as harsh as uh, the word addiction. But it's about this constant pull between the the voices of telling you to, like, Go do something that you know you shouldn't do, and the anxiety of not doing that thing. Well, if you want the truth and honest truth is, like, I was living with my dad, heartbroken over this girl I used to go to church for, Uh and she called me Raven, and I call her Rookie, and, like, I'm, like, living with my dad, Trying to write music and do all that when I'm literally so fucked up, I can't even hold a job. Just think about this girl every day, getting in trouble for smoking weed in the house. So it's kind of about that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it is about addiction, but it's about a girl. Addiction of a girl. I guess it would be about the addiction of a girl, yeah. Interesting. Brutal. That was a horrible time in my life. I ain't getting no love from that shoddy. I ain't getting no love. I didn't get no love from my last shoddy either. I know what you mean. Really? Is that like a really occurring thing for you? It's a it's a everyday thing for me. 
what, like microdosing? Maybe a little bit more. I I mean I when I go to work I don't microdose. I promise. Uh, uh, but dude, that's fucked up, bro. Why is it fucked up? Why would you want to be on mushrooms every day? I see things differently. I see things that are... It's yeah. not every day, to be so honest. So you're addicted to mushrooms? No. Oh, I literally could not ever have mushrooms again. I've gone long periods without having mushrooms. That's the thing that people who are... How many times have you done mushrooms? I can't count. That's fucked up. I only done mushrooms four times. Do you want to do them? No. I have some. You have some? No. I definitely have some. Yeah, I have some. Not. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like thinking of how can I get rid of these? Like, I'm thinking. Give think- to me. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to stomp them out. Fucking make sure nobody eats them. Why? Because mushrooms are bad. You think mushrooms are bad? We're so in an immense disagreement. <laughs> Why are they good, dude? Well, here's one thing. I drink more than I take mushrooms. That's for sure. I would hope. What do, What do you think about mushrooms? That's so. Did you have a bad experience on them? Every time that I'm on mushrooms or acid, I feel like I'm in the middle of a global crisis, and I'm the center of the world, and everything revolves around me. But I'm on drugs, and I can't fucking do anything about it. And like, I just completely lose reality and it's like the longest nights of my life so then i'm like why would i want to do them again that's that's really interesting because that's almost akin to how i feel when i get really high on weed mushrooms for me is like i guess i could like a story to describe it is like so I started drinking beer, and I took a bunch of mushrooms at, like, 11, and then I went to Mariloma, and I hadn't skated in God knows how long. I felt like, like, when I skated previously, I couldn't do things that I used to be able to do with, like, my eyes closed, my hands tied behind my back. Like, just so rusty and shitty. And then, so I took mushrooms, and I was drinking quite a bit. Like, definitely, I was, like, 12 beers in, let's say. If not, way more. Plus, whatever alcohol that I drink on top of that, mics or whatever. And uh, I went to Mariloma. And something about the mushrooms and the alcohol mixed so perfectly for my body. Now, I've skated drunk before and have, like... The worst time. I can't move. I can't do anything coordinated. But skating drunk and on mushrooms, I was able to do things that I've never done before or haven't done in a long time. Like all of my skateboarding came back to me and it and it felt... You know Max? Bro, I ran into him and he was on acid and we like bonded over being on mushrooms and acid. <laughs> At the same time, and we, and I was like, "This feels so good, man!" And like, we were so happy. For me, for me, mushrooms are this thing that make me um, at one 
with what's going on. It's what, so mushrooms for me are what I thought weed was supposed to do, if that makes sense. The way people described weed, they're like, oh, it makes you feel good and relaxed and you feel like a part of everything. That's how mushrooms make me feel. I feel like attentive and aware and uh, fluid. But if I smoke a, like even like a little bit, like if I take like three hits, you saw me at picnic. I mean, I don't know if it was noticeable, but for me, I was, I literally said I was tiptoeing through dimensions I don't belong in. Like, that's fucked up. Like, that's like a level of fucked up that's not capable of being around people. Like, that's how I felt. Just smoking weed. <laughs> Let alone, like, mushrooms, I can take a fuck ton of mushrooms and be completely okay. I can be, like, completely tripping, like, wild visual hallucinations and still, like, enjoy what's going on. So long as alcohol is involved. Alcohol takes off a lot of the edge, I think, that is involved in mushrooms. And that's why I think Soma is this ancient, like, uh, elixir that people talk about. I think it's like a mushroom wine or a mushroom beer. And I want to make a company called Soma and sell psychedelic beer and wine. Copyrighted. We can't take it. Sounds like you got it all figured out, my G. I don't got anything figured out, bro. <laughs> I don't know if that will ever happen, but it sounds fun. Sounds like a cool idea. See, my thing is like, I'm not a hardcore capitalist. I don't like selling things to people. I'm not a very good seller. Of things. I like enjoying things for what they are. Giving people stuff. How you feeling? Fucking like I should have brought some weed. (laughs) I have some weed. (laughs) You want to smoke? Maybe. Fuck yeah, dude. I got a problem, dude. What's your problem? Smoking pot. Okay, but like, what do you mean? Dude, I shouldn't have to smoke pot, but I do smoke it. You shouldn't have? What do you mean by you shouldn't have to? Like, I know what you mean, but like, explain. I wish I could rise above it, man. You wish you could get your mind in the same place? Wish I could rise above it, I'm right above it, I'm right above it. That's another thing you do in your music that's really interesting is you take words that, um, for example, rise above it and write above it. They're the same concept, but different words. And as someone who appreciates things like that, I don't think a lot of people understand lyricism that way and how unique it is to be able to do something interesting like that. Weird, thanks. I get it. Do it, bro. What's up, uh, Ghost Fam? <clears throat> We're going to um, smoke some live pretty soon, so get ready for that. Shout out to getting high, and uh, you're going to see me get uh, high and tiptoe through dimensions I don't belong in, which is a fantastic, beautiful thing to do.
How are you guys enjoying this podcast so far? Leave a comment. Subscribe. Like the video. Uh, I think there's something beautiful happening here that a lot of people don't. Or will soon understand. And I'll leave it at that. Are we going to have a live performance? Bring it over here, buddy. Okay, let's get some... Bro, fucking, is there anything else you're trying to talk about, or? Just are you, are you done podcasting? I'm done, I mean, yeah, I just got other things that we could be working on if you're down. I'm down. Okay, okay. You want to play, play a song? I'm down to play a song for your podcast. You got any requests? Um, I make theirs, or I really love them players. Okay. Do you want to stand up for this, please? That's the other thing that I can't do that I find so admiring. That's not, like, something that p- any other musician would find probably admiring, but uh, I I have I can't play a lot of my songs, like, live because I, I'm terrible at it. You have to fucking rehearse, bro. No, I'm just bad at making any music that has rhythm. So all my songs have, like, All you want is that you want to put you in your place That's what happens when you misbehave You're stuck in time out Your friends are drinking lemonade You'll see them right another day You don't need to worry Why you always in a hurry Everything is gonna be okay We'll go get me flurries Soccer and it's a little awkward because I don't know anything about the rules. Put me in, coach. I should be starting. My mom brought all the snacks and I've been playing hard and all. 
kids warming up the bench. What the heck? That's right, I Yeah, I scored all the points. I'm so good at soccer, I wish I could clone myself and fill up the whole roster. All you want to crack and want to put you in your place. That's what happens when we miss behave. You're stuck in time out, your friends are drinking lemonade. You'll see them another day. You don't need to worry why you always in a hurry. Everything's gonna be okay. We'll go get me clearies. having me on the show, bro. All right, everybody. That's it for the Ghost So uh, episode two. We got kind of wild. We got kind of kinky. We got uh, very musical. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, tune in for another episode. And I just want to say thank you to uh, Kai for being here. It was awesome. It's, it's a pleasure. And uh, I hope to have you on for many more episodes, and I hope to do fucking amazing, awesome shit with you in the future. Um, with that said, uh, you know, like, subscribe, YouTube channel. Uh, it's always on Twitch, Logo Sorry on Twitch. Uh, Kai, do you have anything to shout out? Shout out Grey Milk. Stay posted for the movie. What's your... Anything that matters. What's your Instagram? Kai Kitson. K-A-I-K-I-T-S-O-N. And, um... How do how do people find you on iTunes? Just search Kai Kitson. Right on. There you have it. Later, ghost gang. <laughs> Later, ghost gang. Bye, everybody.